Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, The Mythos Mysteries, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Dice today. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Sylvania Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The chaos of the Town Hall Massacre continued relentlessly. Evangeline, finally free of the frenzy but traumatized, turned and ran. Doris won her battle of ills. And Val, compelled by a witch to attack her own friends, tore off Doris's arm. Will the shots fired on the witch by Everett be enough to break the compulsion and save Doris? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Evangeline, you are scrabbling through the children's library of DeSanti Elementary, desperately trying to find an exit door that will let you get away from the nightmare woman who has put you through hell. But over your shoulder, you hear in the distance, she's not in the room with you. I just want to paint a clear picture for Laura. Uh, But you hear her in the distance yell into the gymnasium, kill as many of the ones who are down as you can. And then we run. Uh, And you realize 
there is going to be an attempt at a vicious attack on either the downed or the unconscious, whether they're your party or someone else inside the gymnasium. You look down and realize on your hip, they took away your stake, but you still have your gun. What do you do? Oh, shit i think she has she has one of those moments where she like dashes behind like a stack of books and just like leans against it just like we quote unquote breathing heart heavy you know what i mean <laughs> like literally like takes her gun out has it like gripped in both hands like hands against her head just like fuck fuck Fuck! And then she turns around and runs back to the gym. All right. Just fuck. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut back to that in a moment. Uh, no, no, fuck it. I want to know what happens. We're going to do this right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you you dash uh, back through. God, she's already regretting this, but can't stop. Like, you know there okay. is uh, the vampire with the beaded mask, or there are the witch and the bruja inside the door. Uh, where are you intending on going and what are you intending on doing? Well, she yelled for them. She yelled for people to put them down, right? Yes. So she's going to go for the people who would be doing the putting down. So she'd be going for the the witch. All right. So you are uh, yeah. dashing back out of the gymnasium. You're sprinting through, ignoring uh, the beaded vampire woman uh, yeah. and, and aiming at the witch uh, who's standing just inside the door. You see the Bruja fall, uh, drained and collapse into his constituent parts. It is bloody oh, nice. and more recent. He clearly has not been around forever, but he is decomposed nevertheless. Uh, and you see the injured witch or no the injured witch is dead you see the the remaining witch the the one with the the messy hair uh no real adornment other than her yeah. uniform turning towards uh the crowd inside the gym what do you do i try to i try to shoot i try to shoot her wherever i can just shoot shooting at the mass fabulous uh that will be decks and yeah. firearms yeah I will give you an additional uh, two dice because she is facing away from you, so she will not be dodging terribly well. Uh, and she is focused entirely on vindictive magic as opposed to defending herself. Okay. All right. Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That is one, two, three, four, five successes. Ooh. All right, she only had one success on her roll to defend. So I'm just determining a gunshot. So that was how many success again? Five. So five uh, becomes four, which is the difference. Plus three is seven. Uh, and I am going to be hmm. thinking here. Can you roll me a d6? Yep. Six. All right. Uh, you, your gun was loaded with the last few silver rounds in storage uh, based on the shipment that had come before this all kicked off. Uh, so you deal seven points of aggravated damage 
as you fire off a string of shots. I don't think you're the person who would take one while trying to do something heroic. No, so, no, 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 no. Everett, inside <laughs> the room, you had seen the witch turn and begin casting. Um, you, you recognize the the murmuring and the fingers flutters uh, to draw blood out of some of the unconscious figures on the floor, which could have easily turned this into a massacre. And you realize you didn't have time to get your gun up to stop it. Uh, and then a hail of silver bullets tear through the witch from behind, uh, punching through her eye socket, uh, one through the center of her throat, and then three through her torso as she falls to the ground and begins to rot. However, Val has just torn off Doris's arm. And Val, what is your next move? Um, I guess it would be to knock Doris down and bite her. <laughs> All right, uh, you I, you successfully knocked Doris down. That's definitely going to happen. So I think at that point, it's just like, w- would this, within your frenzy, would this be like a flying tackle or is this ultra efficient in the sense of like one foot behind her foot, shove her so she's down and go on top? Like what is yeah, frenzy? Yeah, Val's I think it... Danger zone. In co- I guess compulsion, Val. Well, so. she, I was going to say it's not frenzy. That's actually yeah. compulsion. So I think it's it's more tactical. It is more like get her down and like pin her down like completely kind of thing so she can't you kick out her legs and are on top of her however doris you've lost an arm val is on top of you but she's rearing back to bite which means you have a moment to act i do what do you do i am once again going to try to i mean make her stop all right. Uh, are you going to try to battle the compulsion as well? Yes. Yes, let's do that. That sounds great. Um, if she were frenzied, I would try to uh, raise her blood, but I can't do that. Uh, actually, do I have a stake? Uh, you would have a stake at your you hip have, if you want oh, to but she's to But she, if she's pinning me down, that I don't... I, I think it's she knocked you down and she's ready to go in. She hasn't pinned your arms. That wasn't her goal. So if you want oh. to go for a stake, I would allow that. Nope, nope. I'm going to stick with my original plan uh, because I'm not a strong person. So mm-hmm. I don't think violence is her automatic response to these things. So we're going to do this again. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Three successes. You stare up and catch her eye as she's <laughs> about to lunge down uh, and bite you. And for a moment, Val, you stop. Because the voices in your head are beginning to weaken and you don't agree with them. And mm-hmm. the, the way that the sheriff is talking isn't right. The words aren't right. And you're hearing the echoes of the previous voice. Uh, and you feel yourself break free of the voices until your only internal monologue is your own. And Doris, you realize that you have shattered the compulsion uh, right. held on her. Uh, due to the fortune of the fact that the witch who did it is now dead, uh, which would weaken the magic, though not completely destroy it. Uh, and Val, you return to yourself, finding mm-hmm. yourself over Doris with your fangs out, uh, with Doris's arm in your right hand that is mm-hmm. no longer attached to her body. Yep. What do you do now? She, As soon as she breaks free, she's like she freezes completely, and like her eyes just dart around to take in, like, okay, this is what's happening, this is what's going on. And then she, not getting off of Doris yet, looks back over her shoulder to see, like, are there any combatants still up? You would see Everett staring at you in horror. You would see everyone else is down. And in the lobby, you would see 
Evangeline aiming her gun into the gymnasium, but beside her, a, a stark vampire figure in a black dress with a black beaded veil and black hair hanging down to their waist, staring in shock with their hand outstretched in front of them. That's the, this instant frozen in time mm-hmm. that you would take in. What do you do? Oh, Val's going to go after the vampire that's standing there next All to right. Evangeline. Just run, like, zip, leap, like, tackle. Uh, for you, you can to... beat them with my arm. <laughs> Do you have uh, celerity? Yes. What are the celerity rules? It's just rapid reflexes can take minor action for free per turn. Fabulous. No penalty. Okay. Against nope, that's great. Yeah. That I will let you get to her. If you didn't have it, we would have had to figure out how long it would take you. But I think you do have a chance to turn around. And with the gunshots from beside her and her witch dying, her focus is not as sharp as it otherwise might be. So you get to her. Mm -hmm. What now? Okay. Let's see. How can we do the most damage to her? (laughs) Um, Oh. I think we just have to do what we did the last vampire, just beat the shit out of her, because I don't have anything <laughs> else. I have one, what, like, the, don't have any silver bullets in her gun, so. No. Yep, uh, just going to tackle and start beating the shit out of this vampire. Is this traditional punching, or do you want to draw your weapon and use it like brass knuckles, where you're just going to pistol whip the shit out of her? Yeah, let's do that. Might as well. Nice. Great. Just get um, some more damage in there. This will be a strength brawl. Uh, I'm going to give you the grapple because you're so fucking angry that I would just give you a bonus dice for just sheer uh, rage at this point. Uh, You still have your potence bonus, which is good. Strength Uh, ball, grapple. Anything else? And then let's see what happens. Okay, here's my pile. Thankfully, it's pointed at the right people again. Uh. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, I got. Let's see here. I'm gonna count up successes. That was adorably evil. I got uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes, and one, two tens, ones on a hunger dice. It's a messy successy of seven, eight, nine, nine. Holy yes! shit! That so is a messy success. So your total number of successes is what? Nine. Nine. Because it's seven plus the two. Nine. Holy shit. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It's me, Tyler Hewitt. I normally play Everett Fry, but today I'm playing the role of guy who will talk to you about Patreon. That's right. Dum Dums and Dice has a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support us at a number of different levels. For example, for $25 a month, you get your name added in the special thank yous at the end of every episode. And you get to create an NPC of your own that will join the cast of Dum Dums and Dragons, or Blood and Syrup, or the Valentine Heresy in their adventures. You don't have to be bitten by a vampire to be immortalized, okay? It it can be so much simpler. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Okay? Memorize it. Type it. Click it. The clicking part is is subscribing. All right. You got this. Uh, 
Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out their flagship podcast, Dum Dums and Dragons. It's a show where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. It features Laura Elizabeth as the wizard Alan, Tyler Hewitt as the thief Quinny, and Ryan LaPlante as a cleric named Butthole. Through their first season, these heroes experience the minds of Fandelver, but starting in season two, they step into a world of fully original adventures from the mind of DM Tom McGee. Follow them from the beginning of their quest through Five more seasons and beyond! Check it out now! Dom Doms and Dragons! And while Val is punching, she is just absolutely just fucking swearing up a storm, and it sounds like animal noises and like fucks just coming <laughs> off of like. <laughs> and she is strong. You came in, and with the first hit, she felt soft. She felt like what you would expect of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of a witch, of the traditional kind of Tremere softy, here's what I think. However, you saw her burn just some blood inside her. You just felt her get stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was more than enough to take you on the average day. But this is not the fucking average day. So you just start smashing the ever-loving shit out of her. Uh, she doesn't go down. This is her trying to do boxing breaks, like boxing defenses mm-hmm. and and blocks only you crack through one forearm you crack through the other you can see them healing back up but you're already breaking them again uh, and getting in some really really good shots uh you, you it's not enough to kill her uh i will tell you it is enough to make her impaired like there's okay. no all, all the superficial damage mm-hmm. takes her to the point where like there's nothing superficial left anything from this point on in is, is going to be absolutely fatal Everett, you are inside. You've seen Val turn and sprint outside of the room. You saw a witch gets shot through with burning bullets that brought her down to nothing. Doris is missing an arm and on the ground. What do you do? Uh, What's the situation with Tenten and uh, Costas? Uh, Costas, Tenten pushed Costas into Torpor. Tenten is just okay. injured enough that Tenten is not fighting. So Tenten okay. is slumped against a chair at the table with Costas all being held in Tenten's lap. Like it's very close and personal between the two of them. Mm. She's clearly, even if she wasn't injured, she's so fucked up by the fact that she had to A, fight yeah. Costas and B, hurt Costas that she's sitting there almost keening quietly to herself. Aww. Okay. Rocking him back and forth. Just wanted to make sure that that was settled. Okay. Yes. Then I have to... I have to run after my deputy. Um, Evangeline is also kind of out there. We're in that general area. I'm, I basically, I, I want to like check on Doris and then I want to run. Um, Great. Seeing someone I, have their arm ripped off is usually I've seen Everett do it or uh, I've seen Ridley do it to someone and usually hmm. they don't get up after that. Um, so I want to make sure that she's okay. I will give you that check for your uh, free minor action with your, uh, clarity, Celerity. Is, so you, you get you get to kind of dash past her on the way and look down. What do you say to her to see if she's okay? I think it's just you all right. I much prefer mind magic. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll just take that like she doesn't seem too worried about it, and just, <laughs> just like, run out past. Yeah. Uh, Everett, you dash out and you see Val uh, just engaged in a fist fight. She is winning with what looks like 
honestly a resident evil villain is where it would fall on any of our scales but in this just a horrifying creature clearly the most powerful uh blood mage of the batch that had come through uh evangeline is off to the side having fired shots and eventually how have you reacted to val coming out of the darkness to beat the living shit out of whoever fucked with you and for you this is the second time that she has come in and been the person to punish someone who has assaulted you I mean, I, I think Evangeline would probably immediately go over and try to like kick whatever part, whatever body part was free. All right, Evangeline lady. will be joining ass kicking and in a just moment. like yelling like like fuck you, I hate you, like why, why, like that. Right, Evangeline's breaking towards uh, the target doing that. Everett, yeah. what do you do? I mean. I don't have a ton of context for who this person is. And I think I'm warring inside me about, do we make an arrest or is this like this, is this an arrest that's going to lead to an execution? So let's execute them here and now, or like, do we need information kind mm-hmm. of thing? Um, so I think he's got his, his revolver drawn. Um, but obviously there's too much going on for him to just start shooting into that kind of brawl. Um, he sees Val on top like just pounding away. He sees Evangeline coming in, just kicking at the side. Uh, so I think he's just going to point his gun at the fray and kind of like pivot around to, to see how things are going. But he's also going to be like yelling at officer Miller and officer Clark saying things like, um, are we in control here? Oh, I'm just kidding. So I guess it's just screaming. So she's Evangeline is shrieking. You. Like she has like tear, like bloody tears streaming down her face is probably screaming like nonsensically. No. I was going to say if Val screaming. gets to be respond hearing that voice, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Val, I think you would answer because you could see like out of the corner of your eye that it is him. The question is, do you think you have the situation under control with all like you've been compelled Oh, yeah. Val, and had Val, blood ripped out of your body. Right. Val would respond and be like, not if it uses fucking magic again. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, Everett, um, just like thinking back to how he's been assessing this situation so far, seeing that there is a physical component and a verbal component, he just says, break her fucking jaw, Miller. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Doris. There has been long enough that I imagine you could get up and join this scene if you want to. And that seems very Doris. So what do you do when you wander out of the gymnasium? You're seeing two people try to kick the shit out of this spooky lady in the middle of the room. Everett is watching with his gun drawn and you just heard him say, break her fucking jaw. How do you want to contribute? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I get the sense that this is the lady behind all of the bad uh, juju that's been going around. Um... Uh, like everything from the he- the ward that like blasted me before, and she's just like, yeah. So would I would breaking her jaw would that be effective in canceling out her magic? Uh, your guess that- your guess would be some yes, some no. Okay, uh, so how could I assist them best in terms of like what I know about um, mind magic, like like blood magic and stuff like that? Uh Roll me an awareness. Okay. And uh, an intelligence. Awareness and intelligence. All right. Because you don't have a ton of information, so I'm trying to figure out how much you could see and what you'd put together from there. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
one, two, three successes. All right. Uh, looking at this vampire, you don't think she's terribly hungry. You would imagine they would gear up, especially for this kind of assault. So draining Vitae from her doesn't seem like it would be terribly useful. Mm-hmm. Trying to compel her would be very high risk. Uh, you, you battled the apprentice and yeah. it went not the best. Uh, yeah. Battling the master would probably go worse. Uh with three successes, I'd say you would legitimately wonder if you were capable of holding her if she was conscious. Yeah, uh, totally. So I think that's what I was kind of going for. Like, what I, I don't think uh, there's any any desire to fight this lady. I think it's more just like, what can I tell them? Uh, either they could stake her or they could kill her. Uh, killing right. her would be the logical sense, but staking her might mean you could learn from her. I don't know yeah. where Doris would fall on sadistic oh, magic lady. Doris is going to fall on... Um, uh, yeah, you're just going to hear this little voice behind you um, just say, you might want to put something through her heart. Uh, as this is happening, she is going to spin away from the combat. I will say, eventually, because you dived in, you will get a chance to take your shots before she tries to bail. So if you want to roll, I would say a strength and brawl, or if you want to do strength and melee, or even if you wanted to argue my, we use stre- strength and firearms, I would allow it. Yeah, my like, strength to- is is down, right? Back to one? Yes, it's back to normal. Yeah. Uh, or I would allow, in your case, I think because of the position you were in and because you were moving before the rest of the scene was going on, mm-hmm. I would even arguably allow a dex in firearms if you're trying to get in close and like John Wick from the side while mm-hmm. Val is punching from the front. Hell you have yeah. a better angle than ever it does. You will still be closing into an engaged range to do it. You can't just stand back, yeah. but you can get in there. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Whoop. That is... Uh, two successes. Yeah. Uh, and she scores two successes as well. Uh, but I am going to, well, the tie is always kind of iffy in Vampire. So I'm going to say, uh, you do manage to do, uh, two points of aggravated damage, uh, against her as the silver bullets punch through, uh, her torso. She's still up and she's still fighting and it is very nasty. Uh, she, mm. however, is going to sprint away from combat if she can, trying to spin out. Uh, Val, can you roll me a dexterity and a brawl? Sure. Sure can. Mm-hmm. Got your 14 dice ready? <laughs> There's dexterity. Here's brawl. Do I get to add anything to it? My potence or anything? Uh, no, no, because this is okay. more about your ability to control where the fight is going, which is why it's a shift to dex instead of strength. Totally fine. All right. I got two successes. All right. Close. She rolled very poorly, so you might have had her there, but you didn't. Uh, she she ducks under two of your blows and sprints towards Everett, just screaming, Ah, Sheriff! I'll show you pain before my sisters come! Uh, and she's going to lunge forward uh, and try to tackle you, Everett. Uh, can you roll me a... That would be, I guess... Dex and athletics if you want to dodge, or I would let you take a shot before she gets to you if you want take to shoot, shot. but take the hit. All right. Yep, I'll take That'll be uh, dex and firearms. Okay. Um, and I don't know if it matters, um, but I have, um, 
I have Daunt under my presence uh, ability where mm. attacking me requires a resolve and composure roll of difficulty mm. two, which I haven't used against frenzied people, but she's not frenzied. So I'm no. wondering if that would apply. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically, I'll... I'm pointing a silver bullet firing revolver directly at her. Yeah. Let's, let's if that see. That cause- gives her pause. Uh, she is a suicidal blood fueled monster and does not even hesitate. Uh, looking at the, the eyes behind the beads and the broken teeth inside her mouth as she's screaming at you, closing in, you don't know if she's planning on surviving this. Four successes, two tens, not on a hunger die. So four total or four plus two? Four plus two. Four plus two, six. Okay, you do do hit her before she closes in. Uh, You succeed by two. Uh, Oh, you take her just to the edge. Uh, Your bullets tear through her torso. She starts staggering. Black blood is spraying behind her. But she gets up and slams her hands onto your shoulders. And she says, Lilith, Lilith will come for us all. Death to New Haven. Uh, and I need you to roll me a composure plus a cult or composure plus resolve. I'll take composure and resolve. All right. Please and thank you. One, two, three successes on that. Three successes. All right. As she lays her hands upon you, uh, you you fire as she comes at you. You are the unflinching sheriff of this town, uh, no matter what happens. Uh, but she slams her hands down on your collar, uh, and you feel her magic slam through uh, your body, and you feel the blood in your veins, in your heart, and through your ba- brain heat up instantly uh to the point of pain to the point of almost being on fire and you feel the blood within you start to boil and you take four points of aggravated damage uh and are driven into torpor with hunger (gasps) and collapse and she turns to the rest of you and says oh hail lilith queen of the skies and she reaches into her center of her dress and she downs a potion and she begins to fly out the door. Not lightning fast, but she's moving. You do have one last chance to take a shot at her before she gets away. What do the three of you remaining do? I mean, I would pick up his gun and shoot her. God, but do I have any bullets left? I don't know if I'm the right person to do that. I think Doris is going to take a shot with a gun, which I like. I think you'll yeah. have one bullet left that feels appropriate. And I think, uh, Val, if you w- would you be the flying tackle type, or is this everyone shoots? No, Val wants to tackle her and rip her head off. Great. I would like everyone to roll for these things, please. Uh, I don't know. Dex, dex plus uh, firearms <laughs> for those of you shooting. Okay. Oh, that was shit. Two success. S- strength plus three brawl success. plus grapple for you, Val. Okay. 
All right. Uh, the two of you firing guns. Uh, you do hit her, but she is just cackling wildly. I rolled three tens in this roll. Uh, oh, good God. So she is immune to uh, the bullets pouring through her, even the silver. But as you've slowed oh, her down no. with blood spraying from her body, Val leaps into the air. I got five successes. And she got three. So she's about to fly out the window when a a bullet of muscle, anger, and 80s aggression uh, tears <laughs> uh. her down from the sky, pins her to the floor, and she says, everything I do, I do for Lilith. Savelle's going to shove her hand in her mouth and the other hand and rip her top of her head and her jaw off, like flings the jaw, like this is what the sheriff told me to do. Witness no more jaw. <laughs> And she's going to be like, fuck Lilith. (laughs) And Esme, as her name was, you never learned it. uh, Her body doesn't just decompose. It explodes in black ichor that coats the inside of the room as though she was a paintball grenade. However, she is dead. Her followers are dead. And it's time to pick up the pieces because the town hall massacre is over. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Lorraine Elizabeth at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and our show log was created by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters. Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.